let's address the current state before we go any further right. into this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. It's very unfortunate, the circumstances surrounding these protests. And it's very eye-opening for a lot of people that were in the dark about racism and injustice. The silver lining behind this, though, is that I'm seeing more immediate change and more immediate response than I've ever seen from any other death. Which, it's it's stupid that it's taken this long. Right. Maybe things will change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the last, obviously the last week has been very uh, crazy and turbulent, but I will say for the last, like, maybe two days, especially since the, the rioting has kind of st- slowed down, like, the, the bad portion of the protesting has slowed down, and it seems like the, it's more peaceful protesting now, I will say that I have more hope in the last two days than I have had all week, because there was a couple of those days where I was dreading a lot of stuff that was going to happen, especially after Trump came out and said all that shit, and then he was going to send in the military, like, there was just so much going on. And then on top of this, you know, I was in Houston, had my sister's graduation going on. You think of all these kids that are all about to become adults, and this is supposed to be a joyous occasion for them. And they had to even address what was going on at the ceremony. Yeah. And it's like, you're supposed, I'm supposed to be happy in that moment, but then I'm sitting here thinking about, like, have I prepared my sister enough for what's going to happen? Like, Are you even prepared? Yeah, exactly. And have I educated myself enough, and have I done enough up to this point? And I don't know. I think it's an opening, uh, eye-opening for a lot of people. I think a lot of people are staring in the mirror and really realizing... What the fuck's going on in our country? And it's also showing us the people that have felt this way for a long time and will continue to feel this way. And that's okay. Those people can just go away. Mm-hmm. It's a, like, yeah, it's just, I think it's showing everybody's true colors. It really is. Yeah. It really is. One thing that has given me a little bit of hope is you know how the media likes to twist protests and make them seem a lot more violent than what they are, especially Absolutely. when there's like, there's video proof going around of all these cops instigating shit. Um, people in protests that are just breaking windows when it's a clearly a peaceful protest like there's people right. that are trying to initiate violence in these protests mm-hmm. one thing that i see that i feel is very rare is that these news outlets they keep emphasizing that they're peaceful protests i think a lot of the reason that changed too was because the cops were starting to attack the media people too you know yeah that's true so now they're like oh well the cops are against everybody now so yeah, my thing with that, too, is, you know, people say, um, you know, one bad cop doesn't make the whole group bad. Mm-hmm. Well, why are we not applying that same logic to the protest? couple bad protests doesn't mean that all protests are bad. Like, you guys can't just pick and choose when you want to, you know, tip the scale in your favor. Like, You know they're going to. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, we have to accept that now. But, yeah, it's crazy, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. And the funny thing is... You know when the Joker movie came out, everybody was posting a meme and talking about fuck the system and all that. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, so it's fuck the system until it's actually time to fuck the system. Yeah, yeah. Now nobody wants it. Now everybody's quiet. After watching all these protests, because it seems like the numbers are crazy, there's a stat that said every state had a protest in it. Right. On the same day. Yep. Including 18 other countries, too. Which blows my mind. Right. That's so crazy. It blows my mind that there's other countries that see what's going on and will protest in, like, our honor. And, but also keep in mind, a lot of these countries are going through their own shit. Like, yeah. Hong Kong is still going through that shit. Oh, yeah. So it's just a, a unified front, like, fucking justice yeah. in general. And it's amazing to see. Like, obviously, in the U.S., we have a very bad racist problem. Right. After watching these protests 
it had me wondering if the coronavirus did not happen, if there was no quarantine, do you think that there would be this big of attendance to these protests? Um, because right now it seems like there's, you know, people have more time than ever right. because they're at home. A lot of people have nothing left to lose. Yeah. People are fed up. I really feel like that's why everybody's out right now because everybody, like, where the fuck do we go from here? Like, we, there's, the jobs are gone. People are dying in the streets. Our president obviously doesn't give a fuck because he's sitting there telling his military to go out and attack people, but then goes and hides behind his fucking wall. Like, that's he's willing to risk all of your safety bitch. for his own personal interests. Like, if people can't see what's going on right now, you're just purposely blinding yourself to it. I think that the people that can't see what's going on right now are the people that deny white privilege or deny that there is unjust in the system. I think that they really have a mental illness. Like, I really think that they yeah. are, they're lacking mentally. Yeah. Like, real talk. I feel like you have to be at a certain level of stupidity to not grasp what is going around you right now. Right. Or at least to even empathize with it a little bit. Because it's not just happening to black people at these protests now. It's happening to white people. It's happening to Asians. Like, the cops are just doing whatever to whoever now. Mm -hmm. And I think that, but that's a beautiful thing. I think about the age that we're living in now is now everybody can broadcast it from their phone. Imagine all the shit that went on during the civil rights movement that we didn't get to see yeah. because of that. And you know what? I'm tired of people saying Martin Luther King protested peacefully because you know what? He did. And then he got fucking killed for it. Mm -hmm. So like all this peaceful protesting, like nobody will give a shit until you start messing with the money. Once you start messing with the money, once the targets start coming down and all that, that's when people start giving a shit. Real talk. I've said this before on the podcast that, our society is not going to change until people are uncomfortable. Like we, we live in a, a too comfortable of society. Mm -hmm. And I think coronavirus helped the situation become uncomfortable for people to stand up. Does right. that make sense? Absolutely. Like now you don't have the comfort of your job knowing that your household is content. So you don't need to stand up for somebody else. Right. Now that that's gone, you see all these numbers out here. Right. All these people supporting the same cause. Yeah. It's actually been beautiful to see so many people uniting. Uh, one uh, interesting quote that I saw somebody post was, we asked for 2020 vision in 2020. This is where we're getting. We're finally getting our eyes open to what's going on. Yeah, be careful what you ask for, because this shit is a rude awakening to a lot of people, man. Mm -hmm. Most definitely, but that's why it's so important to vote in November. I know we talk about the presidential votes and how, you know, who they want in power, who they're going to want to have in power, but it's also up to people to vote within their communities because... How are you going to have people in your communities representing you that don't even go in these neighborhoods, mm -hmm. you know, that aren't even a part of the culture or that aren't even a minority that they don't know these. Like if you're going to have a person that's going to represent a minority community and they're not a minority or they don't interact with them, how are they going to have their best interest in mind? That's a huge issue. Yeah. Huge issue. So it starts at the bottom level. Like everybody needs to start voting and I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I'm, I haven't been good about voting locally. You know, and that's something that I personally need to change for myself too. But I think everybody needs to start doing it because we have to put people in power because it starts at the bottom. You don't take a structure down from the very top. You got to start at the bottom and watch it crumble. Mm -hmm. There is no better time to start changing than now. Absolutely. Even if no you feel time. like up to this point, you haven't done enough. Now is the time where you can start doing something. Yeah. Have you seen all the people donating for, um, to bail out protesters? I yep. think that's really cool. And that's awesome. I've seen a lot of different programs that people are donating to. Like, for example, for myself, I donated to Brianna for Bri in honor of Brianna Taylor. Mm -hmm. and you know her story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, uh, donated in her honor to a, um, uh, group that funds, uh, how do I say this? They, f they, 
pretty much provide therapy for African-American women and girls. Oh, nice. So it's like a, yeah. Cause I mean, with my sisters being young African-American girls, like that just made sense. Plus and honoring her too. But there's so many good ones that you can, uh, donate to, whether it's like local stuff or like mm-hmm. the Colin Kaepernick, know your rights campaign. And we'll put a link for all yeah, of these. Yeah. All of these. Yeah. Even if Instagram is hating. Fuck Instagram. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Not all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> But yeah, so um, there's a lot of places where people can donate. I think that it's amazing to see people come out and support. But here's my thing. Don't just do be about it for a week mm-hmm. or a couple of days. Like in order to make real change, we got to continue on this. It's not just posting a, a blacked out picture and donating one time. Like, you know, we got to get out there and help in our communities. We got to start empowering people. We got to start getting younger people into Congress. They actually know what the fuck's going on. Like there's a lot of stuff that we can do on such a ground level that can impact so much more. I 100% agree with that. I feel like the power is starting to shift back to the people now because we realize how much more of it we actually have. I agree with that. You can feel it. Yeah. It's a very uncomfortable time right now. But I do think that like me and you have talked about, you can't mm-hmm. grow without going through the struggles. Yep. Got to have it's the ground pains. extremely unfortunate that lives had to be lost mm-hmm. for, for us to even get to this point. But I do feel like we are on... A, a good path to changing yeah. the shit up. A lot of things seem like it, they're happening really quickly, whether it's like them changing the budgeting for cops mm-hmm. and things like that, or some of the policies. I think that, and it's just such little things that they can do in these police precincts, like doing better screening for cops. Like I was looking at some of the requirements. You just have to be 18 and have a driver's license and a clean record. Like there's gotta be psych evaluations. There's gotta be a bunch of different stuff because we're placing these people with guns in their hands with power and they need to be to we need to make sure that they're all there before they're out there doing stuff. I wonder if it's hard to get cops, like if it's hard to fill up the roster. I wonder if that's why they're so accepting of people without any training whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is hard because it does feel like there's so much distrust going on with their government and with the police now that I don't maybe people aren't turning that way anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, obviously they're going to get a bad label, but they're, the thing is too, there is a lot of great cops out there. Like, I don't mean to make this sound like every cop is bad because I personally know cops that are in there trying to make change. So this is not about all cops, but at the same time, it's the entire structure for lack of a better word that has to be redone. Even if there is good cops in there. I do appreciate the cops that are speaking up at this moment. As 100%. Well. Yeah. So one of my wife's friends asked should I show my seven-year-old son what's going on on TV? And this is when it was the height of the protest. You right. Know? And I was kind of conflicted because she, she t- asked me, you know? Yeah. I was kind of conflicted with the situation because kids are so innocent. Mm-hmm. And I know this kid personally. Like, you know, he's the sweetest kid, right? Yeah. And it really had me thinking, like, are you supposed to tell your kids about what is going on? What is the reason that this is happening right now? I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me. A lot of people are going to agree with me. But hear me out. What's going on on TV right now when it comes to police killing unarmed black people? Mm-hmm. It's so fucked up that you would want to tell your kids, especially if they are a minority, that this is a possibility. Yep. You need to be careful. This could happen to you if you do not comply. Mm-hmm. These are things that you want to say. Right. But you also don't want to fuck up their innocence. Absolutely. You don't want them to be afraid of every cop, especially if they need help. And a cop is the only person that can't help them, help them in that situation. And they hesitate to call a cop because they think that they're putting themselves in more danger. Right. Which we've seen actually happen where somebody calls the cops and then they end up getting shot or they end up getting arrested. Like, I don't know if you saw the video of the, the two people that were trying to call the cops over to their liquor store because it was getting robbed. And they arrested the owners thinking the owners were the looters because they were black. Mm. Detained them for 24 hours. Like, that's the shit I'm talking about. Yeah. 
it's hard to tell what you tell them. It's hard to tell how to tell them. Like, it's such a young mind. Like, for my kids, I would want them to know if a cop does ask you to do something, you should comply. You should be respectful of the situation to not escalate it. But you also have to know that there's a lot of people that do not have the best intention for you. No, I think that was perfectly worded. I mean, even for me, like talking to my sisters, my six, my sisters are 16 and 18, you know, and one of them is just graduating and going to college. So I've been trying to have conversations with her about, you know, just kind of the things like she should expect and going to college, but also with what's going on with the country. And then having to talk to my 16 year old sister too, who's still in high school, you know, like these are kids that they should just be out enjoying their lives. They shouldn't have to worry about whether or not a cop is going to do something with them at a routine traffic stop. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Sandra Bland, she she made a U-turn in the middle of the street and ended up dead in her cell. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Like, there's a, so many... This isn't... Like, people... I hate that people say, oh, it's just one person and one cop. No, it's not. It's a whole... This happens repeatedly and repeatedly, and it gets buried a lot of the time. Most I've, of the time, it gets yeah, buried. I've heard there's been a lot of them pop, re-popping back up that are sick. Like, real disgusting stuff is going on, and it's just getting swept under the rug. Look how fast we went from Ahmaud Arbery to George Floyd, like... This is happening quickly, mm-hmm. and it seems to be happening at a much more rapid pace as tension picks up with everything that's going on at the White House, and it's, it's crazy. I really just hope that this isn't a phase that humans usually go through with our short attention span. I really hope that we don't drop this situation. I really hope that this is just the beginning of the snowball effect. Right. I mean, it's up to us. It, it really, really is. Like, it just comes down to us. Because I feel like this battle isn't even for you or I, like our generation. This battle is for the generations after us. Yeah. Like, we're already at the point where, like, we're right in the thick of it. So this is more for to make sure my sisters are good or, you know, their future kids are good or you, your kids are good. Like, this is, you know, this is our responsibility now. We live in such a perfect time to address these issues, to fix these issues. We have the biggest weapon that's been ever invented, the Internet. Yep. And so many different platforms for people to express their stories. And so express many going. platforms. Like, this is the time. It's giving me chills just thinking about it right now. Yeah. We're, like, really in the midst of, like, honestly, this feels like another civil rights movement. It really is. Yeah. Like, this is definitely a moment that's going to be documented in history. Yeah. Crazy stuff. What do you think about uh, about Drew Brees? What happened with that situation? I didn't. I, I saw that people were shouting "fuck Drew Brees," but I didn't uh, dig deep into that. Yeah. So apparently, um, and I saw a little bit. He had an interview the other day, and they asked about when the the season starts again. Uh, if people are kneeling, like, what are your thoughts on that? And he basically said that when you kneel, you're disrespecting the flag. And his grandfather's fought in World War II, and it's not. You know, you should stand up and put your hand over your heart because it's disrespectful to those people. So a bunch of players came out and said, "Well, dude." my fucking grandfathers fought right next to yours in World War II and came back and couldn't even vote, you know, or were killed because of their skin color, even though they had just fought a battle. Then he came back and retracted it, uh, put out a statement, which looked like a very, you know, somebody typed it for him and found the picture on Instagram. Then he put a video out further expressing his sadness, but a lot of NFL players were really pissed about that. Yeah, fuck Drew Brees. Um, I always will give credit to someone who fixes their statement who fixes their thought process Mm -hmm. if he genuinely feels bad for what he did and he genuinely understands why people are kneeling now which it's taken long enough yeah that aside if he truly does feel that way okay good for you i'm glad that you have experienced growth right but i mean it almost sounds like you're trying to save face so i mean in the meantime fuck your breeze i get it yeah now yeah, I mean, I'm on the same thing. Um, at this point, you guys want people to peacefully protest, but when Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick did it, you fucking 
destroyed his livelihood, blackballed him out of the NFL. You had up four years before this to speak up and talk, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm not buying the bullshit. Even the NFL putting out that video, Roger Goodell saying, oh, I'm with black people and I'm on your side. Man, fuck that. You weren't on Colin Kaepernick's side. Exactly. Like you had your chance to do this and shit. Now you're just trying to save face because all these other big companies are coming out and supporting the movement. Like, and the players, did you hear about what the, the, uh, so the, you know, the video that they made for the NFL, it was the NFL social media team that did it and went behind the NFL's back. Went to, did you see the video of all the I NFL? Didn't. Okay. So to, if people don't know about the video, it's a bunch of NFL players, OBJ, a lot of guys, all African-American got on and said, they discussed how, um, you know, the racial stuff going on in our country and how it relates to the NFL. So what happened was that the NFL social media team actually did this behind the NFL's back, made this video, and then took it to Goodell and pretty much pressed him mm. to say something. Which, see, that's that's the stuff that I like that's coming out of this because people are like, you know what? I'm done playing the nice game. Like, yeah. fuck it. All, the gloves are off. If everybody else, if they're going to tear gas and shoot rubber bullets and kill people, fuck it. The gloves are off. Yeah, man. You see uh, Ben and Jerry's yeah. uh, CEOs yeah. got I'm, arrested I'm, for protesting? That's the only ice cream I'm ever buying, yeah, ever. Man. Yeah, I fuck with them for that shit. That's yeah, crazy. and they're old as hell too. Yeah, they look like they'd be dope people to just talk to. Yeah, I'm buying so much American Dream. Man, if I wasn't lactose intolerant, bro, I'd be <laughs> all over that shit. Yeah, save. No pun intended. Might be worth the stomach ache though, because for what Ben and Jerry had to endure. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, man, just crazy times. Uh, now you see Trump's kind of like trying to backtrack, didn't? Man, fuck Trump, bro. Yeah, man, I'm just at this point. Like fuck Trump. I don't know how you can even. I don't know what else to say besides yeah. fuck Trump that encompasses how I feel about Trump. Yeah. And if you can't see why people feel that way, then you're being ignorant. I'm sorry. Like, I just don't understand how people cannot see this anymore. It's in your face now. The people that support Trump, I really want to know, like, this is what you want your leader to be? Yeah. This is, like, you approve of this leadership? He He's uh, tear-gassed and pushed out priests and media in front of the White House so that he can go hold a Bible upside down. Fucking idiot, bro. Like, come like, on, he's really man. a fucking idiot. Like, I just I just don't get it anymore. I really don't. And you know what? Even Biden's worse. But at this point, I, fuck it. Biden gets my vote. Yeah. Because I, can, I can't do another four years of Trump. Sounds like we have no choice. Yeah. Oh, man. I really hope that this uh, doesn't dissipate and that we keep uh, we keep with the, the protest and keeping the heat, keeping the pressure on so that shit changes. I really, really hope so. Right. Because there's still a lot more cases that are unsolved and uh, officers that have gone without prosecution. Mm-hmm. So it's time they start looking back into that stuff. Freddie Gray, Eric Garner. I mean, I don't even know if they could retry those people, but... Manuel Ellis. That's Manuel a, a Ellis. local issue that's going on out here. Got killed by local cops. Yeah, I saw that uh, the mayor is asking for the, the cops to be fired now, I believe. Man, we need convictions, man. Fuck just yeah. firing. Like, they need to be convicted of what they're doing. You can't just kill people and then walk away. Yeah, and I don't like, get... oh, I just lost my job. Like, wh- I want to know exactly what was the holdup in arresting those officers from George Floyd's thing. Like, why did it take a week? Like, he was on camera doing it. Like, the whole entire world saw. How could it fucking take a week? Bro, I have no idea. It's crazy. Uh, let's uh, let's do some final words and just kind of, like... Yeah, I mean, for, for me personally, um, I just... I hope people continue to fight this fight. For, I, I'm going to fight this fight for the rest of my life because, of, you know, you're one of my best friends. 
Your kids are African-American. My sisters are African-American people. I love are African-American and I'm not going to stop until everybody gets equality because it's, it's bullshit. Uh-huh. I don't want to have to think about something happening to my sisters or something happening to, to you or your kids because of the color of your skin. Like this is fucking bullshit and people should be just as fed up as I am. Even if you don't have anybody significant in your life that's African-American, you should not want to see another human being endure this shit. 100%. I will say I'm very grateful that we have this platform and I only see it getting bigger, that we can reach more people. And every time we see anything that's of injustice, like I'm putting that shit on blast, bro. Yep. Yeah. It's time to start calling people out. It's time to really start putting the press to people because this is, this, this can't continue. It can't. It really can't. It's already been, it's already been happening for 400 or 500 years already to African-Americans. It's time that you guys got to just do that everybody else get. That's yeah, right. and fuck Trump. Yeah, fuck Trump. All right, you got something lighter for us to, to go on? Um, I have a little something off that that's a little lighter. I thought that was a little crazy. Yeah, what you got? Uh, George Bush is coming out and showing his support for Joe Biden. That's interesting. That I mean, I've told you before, though, that I feel like when it comes to uh, Democrat or Republican, those are just words to these people that are running. I don't think that they actually abide by these rules for these uh, for these teams that they decided to be on. Oh yeah, I just it just because Bush just was such a radical Republican. It's just so wild for me to think that he goes behind Biden. But I mean, he's been trying to fix his image for since. I mean, we talked about this last time about how people conveniently forget what he did. But mm-hmm. seems like he's trying to fix his image and he's trying to be on the right side of history this time around. But maybe he knew that he fucked up so bad when he was president that he's like, all right, let me try and try and fix some of the stuff. I don't think he could ever fix what he did. But you know, at least let me try and go out swinging. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think anybody wants to attach themselves to Trump. Yeah, I, I think was, that's what it comes down to. I was shocked that Trump didn't go on a fucking rant about that because he's been ranting about everything else. Craziness. But yeah, I, I just thought that that was nuts that George Bush came out and did that. But I mean, I, at the end of the day, I think you're going to pick whatever politician serves your best interest. And it seems like Biden's probably going to serve some kind of interest for Bush. So did you see what happened with Hillary Clinton? I knew she, I saw that she was supposed to go to court and she just didn't. She well, she lost her appeal. Oh, on Black Tuesday, like when everyone and this might be a conspiracy talk, but everyone was talking about like, you know, everyone posting the black pictures was a hidden agenda to block what's really going on, blah, blah. blah. But yeah, so Black Tuesday, right? Blackout Tuesday, um, she lost her appeal. So now she has to appear in court in September. Well, the Blackout Tuesday actually lost what it was originally supposed to be. It was a music industry thing. They were calling it Blackout Tuesday because they were going to give everybody the day off and they were going to spend the day figuring out what they can do as a music industry to help what's going on in our country. Shout out Warner Brother Music Group. You see the $100 million, $100 million oh, yeah. towards uh, injustice and reform? Yeah, I think they actually just uh, they just went public on um, Robin Hood too. Oh, really? Well, yeah. on the stock market. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to them. There's been a lot of companies that I've seen um, pledging a lot of money and it's good to see, but you can't just pledge money. You can't just throw money at it. Like your company has to hire black creatives and your company has to put people in minority in power because the same way, just like the music industry, the, the people that are running all these businesses that are making the most money off African-Americans don't look like African-Americans. Mm-hmm. They're old white people that are raking all this in off of other people's art. So it's not just enough to just give money. You got to put people in positions of power too. You know, I've always had a question when it comes to companies that donate, you know, millions of dollars because, or even people, mm-hmm. because that's a lot of fucking money. A lot of money. A lot of money to just kind of give away. And I'm not discrediting anybody giving that kind of money to a good cause. Mm-hmm. I always just wonder, like, are you getting something in the back end for that? Yeah, I'm sure they can write it off as a tax write-off, most likely, but I don't... So you are getting it back? Uh, I think uh, eventually over time, yeah, probably. 
So you're not really giving it away. Well, and if you think about it, it's it's all a marketing tool too, because I'm okay, I'm gonna give, so now people are gonna support my company because I was giving like what we were just saying with Ben Jerry's, we're about to go buy a hell of a bunch of Jerry's because they just did that. So they're gonna get it back somehow. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. also a lot of companies that are staying silent. And those companies, sorry, not gonna fuck with you anymore. If you don't have if you can't speak up during this time, then I don't wanna buy your product. Same with people. If you can't speak up during this time, I don't want to be the fuck around you. I think that there's a lot of companies that are going to stay quiet so that you do overlook their quietness. Oh, yeah. And people. Yeah. And I get that people, you know, talk about things differently or do things differently than one another. But if you're not even saying one thing about this, there's something wrong, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't know anymore. All right. So I got this movie idea. Wait, should you be selling this on the podcast? We would be Man, fuck it. I want to watch it. <laughs> if you can do it good, I don't give a fuck. Okay. And... Don't think that I'm a weirdo for thinking about this. Uh-oh. So we order a lot of food now, you know, quarantine, and right. you can't really go into a restaurant. So we order, like, DoorDash and Uber Eats all the time. Yeah, fuck DoorDash, actually. Really? They owe me $35. They still haven't refunded me. Man, fuck DoorDash. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so here's an idea. I don't know if it's been thrown out there, but it just seems like a no-brainer for a good thriller. Okay? I, can, I think I can see where you're going with this, but I'll... The movie is called DoorDash Killer, right? Yeah. So this is how, this is the plot. That's a working title. Working title, thank you. <laughs> Here's the plot. Someone orders DoorDash, right? Uh-huh. They get food delivered to the house. They kill the DoorDash delivery person. Oh, right? okay. I thought you were going to make the DoorDash delivery person the killer. Wait for it. They kill uh-huh. the DoorDash delivery person. Okay. Then they take their phone, use their identity on DoorDash, and start taking people's orders and placing cyanide in everyone's food that they deliver. Wow, that got real dark all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be fucking crazy? And then they yeah. have to figure out who it is. Yeah. And then it keeps coming back to this one person. It keeps coming back to the DoorDash person. Like, what is in common with all these people that are dying? Oh, they all ordered DoorDash. And this was their delivery driver. Yeah. But the delivery driver is nowhere to be found because he's fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah, that could be, yeah. That would be interesting. You call it Death Dash. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that. So from Reddit, I saw this interesting topic about how uh, or people were wondering, is there any movies that people would have wanted to see from a different character's perspective in the movie? As I was trying to figure out which movies, though, that I wanted, how many movies are really told through one person's perspective? You know, like, like, let's say Avengers. Mm -hmm. It's a whole bunch of different people's perspective. I feel like there's still like a a main person and then there's there's co-views yeah. co-viewpoints but avengers is a terrible yeah, example but yeah but i was trying to think of examples where i'd want to see like what, what, what's one you would think of like avengers literally has movies from everyone's perspective yeah sure i just started thinking of like my favorite movies mm-hmm. and friday for example i would love to see Smokey's day only Smokey. okay or like debo like yeah. who else is he punking in the neighborhood yeah you know Sometimes I would like to see superhero movies from the villain's point of view. Like, what if there was the Batman, the, the like the Dark Knight book from Joker's point of view? Don't they have Joker movie? Yeah, but that one was not like not like the oh, Joker. Oh, I see was what in. you're saying. Because the Joker, you want the Heath Ledger. Yeah, I want the Joker movie, the tactical Joker, not the just overly violent. Yeah, Joker. I guess would be the way to put that. That's unfortunate because we're never gonna get that. Nope, sucks. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted like backstories for certain characters. Like I would wanted to know more about their personal character. I guess would be something. What about Lawrence from Insecure? Do you think that's interesting? Just yeah, a whole show on Lawrence. 
Yeah, because it's, in, you know, it's insecure does play around a lot though with people's perspectives. Like, there's some episodes where Issa's not even in it, or Molly's not even in it. Like, the entire episode, like the whole last episode. I don't know if you watched that one with Molly the, wasn't in it at all. Yeah, and yeah. I think the one before that, Issa wasn't in it at all, right? Except for the little preview, because they were in Mexico. She was a Mexico with the Asian guy. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I would like to see one from Warren's point of view. I think that would be cool. I'm, I'm sure they did that on the first season. Yeah, probably. or whatever the last season was. Um, who else do you got? Oh, also going back to Friday, imagine seeing a movie through Big Worm's perspective. That would be crazy. He's just selling ice cream and drugs all day. Yeah. That'd be hella funny. Yeah. And he's just punking little kids for their money. That would be a good one. What about Happy Gilmore from the caddy's eyes? What caddy? The dude that had the beer dispensing helmet. Uh, maybe I haven't seen Happy Gilmore enough. He's in like, he's the dude that like, he's, he takes like a bath in the, the lake. I'm thinking of the little kid with the blonde hair. Oh, no, 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 not him. The homeless guy that he like recruits. Remember, he's like cleaning his car. I haven't seen Happy Gilmore so long. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's, I can't remember who, which, uh, or the, um, actor that plays his character. Or like from the, uh, you know, the dude that, uh, when he goes to take the grandma to the old, the old nurse's home or whatever, it's Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been an interesting one from his point of view. I think I kind of like the nurse. Yeah. I think I would kind of like just stuff that's off the wall point of view. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Dexter, like Dexter from a different perspective would be interesting. Like it'd be, it would be interesting to have one of those shows where it's a first person perspective from a different character as a first person perspective. So they're interacting with Dexter in their life, but it's the show is about them. Oh, oh, like, um, Grey's Anatomy does that with the fire show. The only reason why I know that is because Taylor watches it. Oh, yeah. I've seen like it's like a Seattle fire department or oh, something okay. like that. But yeah, it's like a cross movie. Yeah. Or not movie, cross series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what about Californication? From Runkle's eyes. From Runkle, bro. Dude, I would, that would be the greatest. And all, all you're watching is his crazy sexcapades and him trying to get clients. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting for How to Make in America if they did it from the cousin's point of view. The the Rasta Monster guy. Oh yeah, that'd be good. That'd be pretty funny. To see like what kind of like what shit he did to get in jail because they never really talk about why he's in jail before. And you just assume that he was selling drugs. Or what kind of get rich quick things yeah. he's gonna do. Or even from Cuddy's point of view. Like yeah. being the He's definitely a wild card in there. Yeah. He's pretty funny. I wish they didn't make him so uh simpy in the second season though. Mm, I gotta watch the second season again. Uh because remember he he ends up fucking Ben's old girlfriend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then their whole relationship thing was weird. That's right. Yeah, that's a good question, though. Yeah. What about um, the bulls through Scotty Pippen's eyes? Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, that's it. Charles Oakley's? (laughs) Shit. Let's see. What else we got? I had academics and Takashi. Like, academics has been doing live IGs with them. Really? Is is anybody going to check academics for this? Like, you're working with the cops, bro. What are you doing? Especially during this time. Like, right now, Mm -hmm. he's doing lies with Takashi while all of this is going on, and they're joking about how Takashi's the cops. Like, bro. I feel like no one really takes academics seriously. I guess it's true. And I feel like everyone doesn't like him in the industry. Except, but he has a lot of young fans, though. So what kind of Mm -hmm. image are you betraying to these young fans by doing that shit? Like... Yeah, that's definitely a conflict of interest in his industry. Yeah, and he's done that a lot, like with the where he, uh, you know, promotes like the Chicago drill gun violence and stuff, and then tries to backtrack on it when rappers end up getting shot or end up beefing. He instigates a lot of this stuff and then takes his hands off of it once it's blown up. I feel like Complex uses him, and he's thirty, bro. He's like, is he really? He's like our age. Yeah, I he was like twenty-two. I think he's like 29, 30 years old. Wow, hey, bro, you're a little too old to be doing that shit. I did not know that. But hey, man. 
I can't hate on him getting it back, but I just think it's crazy that he's doing that kind of shit during this time period. Talk like hanging out with Takashi and ta- laughing about how Takashi's a cop. Like, first off, that shouldn't be good. Uh, that shouldn't be good. Period. Because Takashi's a snitch. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't even be near him. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, man. And you know how politics is extremely important when it comes to the music industry, right? Why associate yourself with Takashi? That is so crazy. Like, I would stay miles away from him, bro. I wouldn't even want to be around him for any reason. Like, nothing. Don't fucking tag me in his post. Yeah. Like, period. Yeah. And I don't that. like I don't like Takashi coming on and saying, oh, I I understand your guys' fight and talking about all this, this stuff that's going on with the protest. Man, shut the fuck up, bro. You just put 20 black dudes in jail. Like, shut up. Like, a lot of people just learn to just shut the fuck up at some points, and he's one of them. They should cut his internet. Like, I'm tired of this guy, bro. Like, what do we got to do? Do I got to call a cable company? Do we got to start a petition to fucking get Takashi's internet cut off? I don't think it's going to stop, though, because he has nothing but time. So yeah. all he, like, this is his job. It's at crazy. this point, like this is his job is to stay relevant. He's going to do everything he can. If he feels like he's losing steam, he's yep. going to pull out some crazy shit. He'll find something new to do. Yep. Uh, what do you think about, because uh, kind of Takashi, around Takashi about, did you see um, Kanye protesting? No, but I did see he donated $2 million and yeah. uh, started a college fund for George Floyd's daughter. I will say, I will, you know, I've had my gripes with Kanye in the past, but that was a really dope move. He also went and protested, and he didn't say a word. He just walked with the protesters and then left, which I thought was great. He didn't try to take away from anything that they were doing. Good. He wanted the focus to be on the protest. So hopefully Kanye has seen the error of his ways now with the whole Trump stuff. But, you know, I've thought this was going to happen before, and he spiraled back. So I still think that the Trump situation has to do with the tax, or not the taxes, the debt. Yeah. Like, I, I'm really hopeful that that's... The only reason why he he's just—he's like playing an undercover agent just to get some tax breaks. Yeah, he's just manipulating Trump. Yeah, I would hope so too. And they—I mean, there's a whole thing on the internet that says that Kanye is like an inside man. You should go check out that episode. I think that's number thirty-three. <laughs> uh, but uh, I like that. Yeah, I think he—that uh, he's an inside man, and that he did all this stuff to help free people, like to get Trump on his side, so that he can get people out of jail. Which, if that's that's the case, great. But even even if that's not the case, Kanye has been getting people out of jail, and he should get credit for that. Yeah. Yeah, Kanye, man. Just come back, Kanye. Come back and stay back. Everyone feels so conflicted about him. Yeah, me too. I mean, you've heard the the, the amount of stuff I've said about him on here, but it, yeah. Oh, man. You know, being in Houston during that time for the protest was crazy, too, because you know George Floyd's from Houston. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, he's actually from South Carolina, and he moved to Houston and like grew up in Houston and then moved up here, oh. or moved up to Minnesota. Yeah, his. you know his brother, Stephen Jackson? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Crazy how all this stuff is connected. But I'm glad, like like we said earlier, people are finding the voice to talk about these things and to speak up. They we're finally giving people a voice that didn't have a voice before. And it's amazing to see. But again, we got to keep it up. We do. Don't take your foot off the gas now. I have a question. Are you ready for this? Yeah. We've talked about being the greatest, like being the GOAT in whatever category. We've probably talked about that every episode. Yeah. About somebody <laughs> in some industry. Right? Yeah, for sure. And it's always this person is number one, but this person can't beat this number one in this industry because they looked up to number one. Mm-hmm. It's always like that. Like, for example, Kobe can't be better than Jordan because without Jordan, there would be no Kobe. Or like Hove and Drake. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, we talk about that often. Right. I was wondering if you're first in something, you clearly have the advantage right. of being the GOAT. Is that fair? I don't know. Like, I feel like we should reevaluate GOATs. Yeah. Because just because you're first, just because, like, if Kobe was before Jordan, be no question it would be Kobe as the GOAT. Right. Like the all-time GOAT. Right. 
the yeah. only reason, like, I feel like their playing style is so similar that Kobe would have ended up playing like Michael anyway. Yeah. But the reason he can't be number one is because Michael was first. Right. I do think that that happens a lot, and I do think that they, it's like even the rap stuff, like, you, you almost have to put Big E or Pac in your top five because they're the quintessential goats up there. Or so you get looked down on. But a lot of people don't feel that way anymore. I mean, not me per well for like Pac, maybe not, but like for Biggie, I still think he's top five. But like for me, like I don't, I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that you have to put these people in your top five. Maybe this is a hot take. Mm-hmm. I don't put either of them in my top five. Yeah, I didn't grow up listening to them like that. Yeah, period. I just didn't. My yeah. parents didn't. Like my dad, I guess he listened to them every now and then, but it wasn't as often as other artists. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that attachment to them. Yeah. Um, like I, I guess it would be. You know, someone who's 15 right now who sees Kobe as the GOAT and Steph Curry as number two. Right. You know what I mean? And you're like, wait, you don't put Jordan in there? Yeah. He never fucking watched Jordan. It's the same way we don't put Kareem or Wilt or any exactly. of those players in there. Exactly. Like, you don't have to put these people in there because people beat it in your head that you have to put them in there. But why do we even have to necessarily subscribe one GOAT to the whole thing? Why can't we have different era GOATs? Like, why can't Jordan be the greatest of his era and Kobe be the greatest of his era? Because the eras also are different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a different they climate are. now than it was before. So why can't we just separate everybody into their own thing instead of trying to make one? Because nobody's ever going to... Co- Jordan, you can maybe call consensus number one, but most people are not going to have a consensus number one GOAT mm-hmm. in anything. The players are different. The technology when it comes to shoes and right. training and courts, uh, basketballs, yeah. all these things. You can't break a, a backboard now right? if you wanted to. What was giving people 65 and some chucks? You feel me? Yeah. Damn. Imagine if he had some fucking those uh, adapts or whatever that lace themselves. Like, this guy might be out here dropping Bro. 250 on people. Even, like, imagine him just wearing chucks from 2020. Yeah. Like, I bet you the advancement from 2020 to 1960 or whenever the fuck it was, I bet you it was huge. Right. Yeah, and then you think about also all the, the things that are around uh, sports now, like the training mm-hmm. and the equipment and stuff like that. Like, it's just completely different. I don't, who completely even knows that they different. lifted weights back then? Like, they might have just smoked cigarettes and just... I'm the sure they him. did. You know how many times I see uh, Michael Jordan smoking cigars yeah. on airplanes and before games and shit? Like, come on, They bro. said that he ate a, a steak, I think a T-bone steak and a baked potato before every game. Oh, hell no. I was like, dude, I would poop my pants. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's too much sitting in my stomach. I would have to run out in the middle of the thing and go take a shit. Yeah, along the lines of technology, when it comes to training, just the way that the advancements of knowledge when it comes to what you eat. Yeah. Like, that's huge. Like, I'm sure a lot of these athletes are vegetarian. Yep, a lot of them are vegan or, mm-hmm. you know, or, or strictly yeah. paleo. Like, I'm sure there's strictly something yeah. that's designed for their body type. And if you even think about the injury stuff, right? Like, an injury back then, you might have been injured for two years off of an Achilles or something. Now, six months, people can get back to play. Yeah, rehab. Whew. Nuts. What do you think about the NBA season restarting? I knew it was going to restart. Yeah. Um... Weren't you telling me something about the soundtrack that they're going to play? Yeah, they're going to apparently the crowd noise is going to be the from 2K. That's crazy to me. When you told me that, I was thinking, what if since they're doing something completely different with the NBA, having no fans, right? Right. Why not just not have fan noise so you can hear the players? Yeah, I'd rather be, I'd rather the players be mic'd up. Yeah, that'd be I want, so I want cool. to hear the shit talking and stuff, but then also I wonder how much they're going to be willing to say on those things. I mean, if you have a sensor person, yeah, I'm sure you can do something. Yeah, I would love to see that, like a mic'd up version of the game. Or even just get a DJ in there and have him play in some music. Nah, don't put music. Don't put music, don't put crowd noise. Like, this is a, 
opportunity to do something different. Yeah. Like something completely true. different. But no you know, one's going to be there. Like, make this, make it look like a movie. Yeah. Like, make it gritty. Make it raw. Yeah. Like, we can't be there, so make it as raw as it can be. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Like, this season, if you win the championship, do you put an asterisk next to it? Like, if LeBron wins the championship this year, oh, man, they're never going to let him live that shit down. They're going to say, what, three and a half? Isn't he yeah. three or two? He has four, doesn't he? he has, uh, I think, two with Miami, Miami. One Cleveland. Okay, maybe just three. Three. Three and a half. That's crazy. That's fucked up. That is <laughs> Championship's fucked up. a championship. I'll defend them. I'll defend whoever wins I'll defend this them one. too because it's my team he's winning it for. So, you know, I'm all for it. That's asterisk true. or not. The, the asterisk is only because of the coronavirus, not because they cheated like the fucking Astros. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Shout out to Houston, though. You know, I've never had a team when it comes to sports. Really? Like, I mean, I guess the Sonics. Like, I would always cheer hometown. Yeah. But we don't have the Seattle Sonics anymore. And I guess Seahawks, probably. Yeah, Seahawks, Mariners. Like, I would always cheer for them to win in any situation that I'm watching, for yeah. sure. But, Just the Mariners never do it, so there's yeah. not a lot of cheering going on. But I don't know. Like, how did you get your attachment to the Lakers? Kobe. Kobe. Like, my dad, he loves the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Like, I've never had an outside team love. It's always been, like, one player that's made me stick with the team. Like, the Longhorns was TJ Ford, like, for Longhorn basketball. Like, he was the, the, the my favorite player when during college basketball. So, that made me love the Longhorns. And I still, you know, uh, root for the Longhorns. But it's always, like, one player. Like, my favorite team before the Seahawks was the Chargers because I loved uh, LaDainian Tomlinson. See, same here, though. Like, LD and... Um... Philip Rivers, right? That combo is crazy, right? I fucking hate Philip Rivers. Do you really? Yeah. I you do can't not. on the Chargers, though. I hate Philip Rivers. That's okay. actually the reason why I stopped liking the Chargers because of Philip Rivers. Really? Yeah, I just have wow. never been a fan. I don't know what it is. So, him and his 13 kids. Does he really have 13 kids? He has like nine, I think. Wow. Yeah. Just popping them out. Yeah, throwing touchdowns on and off the field, huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, Michael Vick was like my favorite football player ever. Vick, I mean, yeah. I'm sure a lot of kids fucking loved uh, Mike Vick. But my point is, is that. I was never attached to the Falcons. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, I think I can only probably name like two other Falcons during that time period. It would be Warwick Dunn. And I think that's the only other Falcon I can name, actually. Yeah, Dunn. Yep. I don't remember anybody else. Oh, uh, Cromartie. Was he on, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was a tight end, right? Oh, no, you're talking about, uh, Tony Gonzalez. Nah, I'm almost positive it was Cromartie. No, Cromartie was the, uh, the corner that has all those kids, too. I'm gonna look this up real fast. Cromartie's the one that has like I think he has like nine kids with eight different babies' moms. Wow. Yeah, that seems like a headache. This is gonna bother me if I look it up. Algie Crumpler. Crumpler. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Algie. That's a wild name. Yeah, it is. I wonder if his parents were like big marine biologist fans or something. <laughs> like, there's got to be some kind of hidden meaning behind that. They just thought it sounded dope. I know it started with a C. Yeah. I used to use them on, uh, just like everybody, on Madden all the time. Yep. You just run the option with fucking Vic. Every time. Yeah. Every time. I didn't. I don't think I threw. I would probably throw like 10 times a game if that. I would throw just to switch it up. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. I do think that in terms of basketball, Steph Curry is the, or Steph Curry is the Mike Vic of our generation as far as like changing how the game is played. Because mm. Steph completely changed how the faster pace, longer threes trick shots like he completely changed the game i think that he's like the mike vick of that the nba for us off the top of my head i cannot argue with that yeah yeah it's interesting the warriors are not going to be in the playoffs this year are they already booted out well they're the i think they're the worst record in the league in the league yeah because steph got hurt clay's hurt demarcus cousins oh no cousins doesn't play for uh gold state they traded uh or durant left 
They traded because they traded D'Angelo Russell for Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, but they're going to end up with a top pick next year, and then they're going to end up getting Curry and Klay Thompson back. They're going to be right back in the thick of it. it was, this is the strategy all along. Oh, I'm sure. Well, that's probably why they got rid of Iguodala and Livingston because they're like, all right, well, you guys are old. We won't. We're not making another run, so we're just going to let you guys go, so mm-hmm. we can get draft picks, which is a smart idea, honestly. It is. Oh. Shave off some weight. Speaking of basketball, who do you have as the best duo of all time? I was watching some highlights of LeBron James and D Wade on YouTube. Oh, dude, bro, what a fucking team, man! Nuts. Yeah, uh, GP and Kemp, of course. GP Kemp, of course. Jordan and Pippen, like yeah. Kobe, Shaq, um, Kobe and Derek Fisher was a great duo too. Yeah, I can see they that. Did, they did Kobe and Pogasol. I love that. Personally, that's my favorite too. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Tony Parker and Tim Duncan? Yeah, I hated the Spurs, but I can't argue with that. I think a lot of people hated the Spurs at that time. Yeah. But, I mean, they're so solid. Yeah, I mean, they were uh, they won a bunch of championships. So, uh, Chris Webber and Mike Bibby. Yeah. That was a great one. Uh, I thought Vince Carter and Trace McGrady when they both played on the Raptors. I love that. Uh, I love Trace McGrady and Yao Ming. Tracy Yao Ming. Wild one. Katie and Westbrook. Oh, yeah, on, Katie and Westbrook. Uh, OKC. Shit, Katie Westbrook and Harden when they were all on OKC. Bro, that would have been a fucking squad, They didn't want to pay Harden, though. And they didn't wow. think he was going to be what he was. And then now look at it. Imagine that timeline if that team took off. Dude, they would be, They would have been what the Warriors are or were. I think they would have been better. Yeah, man. Because they had, they had outside, mid, and uh, deep paint covered. Yeah. Easy. Don't you think though that that could have been the Sonics, dude? I know. That's what's the wildest part. I don't. Yeah. I still don't understand why when we drafted Kevin Durant, we traded Rashard Lewis and Ray Allen right after that. It's like they wanted to tank the season so they could move to OKC. Man, they probably did. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me because we drafted Westbrook that next year. Man, fuck, oh, man. that's so crazy. The Sonics would have been like untouchable. When we get that time machine up and running, I'm going back and I'm stopping that from happening. Bro, you better be careful because if the Sonics did continue with Harden. Westbrook and Durant. Yeah. The end of the world would have happened in 2012 for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's no denying that. Yeah. They saved the world. Thank you guys. Yeah. You guys had to split up for the betterment of the world. Yeah. I, I would like to think that there's an alternate timeline out there where those three are just going wild on, on OKC. That's fucking 10 years strong. 10 year, 10 championships in a row. <laughs> Crazy. Just like the greatest <laughs> dynasty of ever. Ever. Well, I guess the Celtics won, what, 11 in a row? Not 11 in a row, but I think like 11 in a 12-year span. Something like that. I think the only one they lost to was Phil Jackson and the Knicks, and I because I was just reading that Phil Jackson book. Yo, Phil Jackson's a wild boy. Yeah. That's my guy. Even despite the LeBron comments, which were still not cool, but Phil seems like a cool dude. Yeah, I would, I would definitely love to talk to him. Yeah, this is a master. Um, do you have anything for conspiracy talk this week? Conspiracy talk. So, Denver Airport. You want to touch on that? So, I will say that I was very underwhelmed. Okay. Um, for one thing, obviously, because of Corona, everything's shut down. First of all, the people that aren't aware of the Denver yeah. airport, so many bullet points of things that are just conspiracy-ish. Just strange. The, the building was $2 billion over its proposed budget. There's like all these massive tunnels mm-hmm. underneath the airport, and they say that's for baggage, but they don't go anywhere. Even the train system in there, dude, is weird as fuck. Why is it weird? It's just like it just keeps going and going, and it has all these like hallways that connect to it but you are only going from one concourse to like a concourse to see and it's like a straight shot but there's all these other like intersecting ones um outside of the denver airport they have this giant blue statue of a horse i wasn't able to go because apparently it's like two miles away from the airport i wasn't about to walk that at four o'clock in the morning yeah i didn't know it was that far but yeah the giant blue horse statue and its eyes glow red at night and the 
the actual person that worked on the statue, a piece of it fell off and hit him and killed him in the process of making it. Um, and then there's a bunch of just like uh, murals and things all over the place that have like Nazi symbolism on there and like end of the world symbolism. A lot of like new world order type. Yeah, stuff. and actually the um, I think that the, the company that purchased the airport was NWO, but it stood for something else, like the, the National Something Organization. Mm. And there's like a Masonic, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. They put a time capsule in there and it has like a Mason, Freemason like inscription over it. There's a gargoyle that talks, but it's not, it's a, it's, I think it's remote controlled. Obviously I don't think it's like a real gargoyle. It's like a statue thing, but it, it wasn't talking this time. I think they might've shut it off for Corona cause they put like a uh, face mask over it. But yeah, I mean, it was just really creepy in there. Honestly, um, the airport is really cool looking. The paintings were really weird looking. Um, I, I would tell people to go check it out. If you know, you get us, if you can stop over in Denver, I would have liked to spend more time seeing some of this stuff, but yeah, it was just really weird and strange. Do I believe that there's something fishy going on there? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not entirely convinced that it's some underground bunker that's going to save us all from the last day of earth, but Hey, maybe. I think that there's a lot of artifacts and a lot of paintings there. That probably shouldn't be in an airport. That's why I think a lot of people are like, yo, what the fuck is right. going on? Well, and they play off of it too. They have billboards there that say like, what's going on in the Denver airport? And what conspiracy are we working on now? So I that's mean, how you do yeah. discredit some shit. Not saying that I believe it, but yeah. I mean, if I wanted to discredit something, I would call out what people call out. I will definitely say there is something weird going on at the airport. I just don't know if it's what people think it is. Got it. And they're always doing construction there. Apparently I was like. Well, I guess they're always in construction on SeaTac, so. Speaking of construction, I have another conspiracy talk. Ooh, here we go. Bob the Builder is a devil. Bro, how do you know? <laughs> I was like, damn. Nah, so, you, have you noticed that there's a lot of construction lately on the street? Mm-hmm. But it's like, just strips that yeah. are being taken out and then paved. So, I noticed that, and then what caught my eye is someone on Reddit, just some random conspiracy uh, subreddit, and they're talking about... Be careful with what you do. They're trying to control us with all this 5G, blah, blah, blah. Have you ever wondered why they're ripping up all the ground? It's because 5G is underground. It's not on these cell towers. Mm. I was like, oh, damn, that's interesting. Which, I mean, okay, maybe it is underground. Is there is there proof that it fucks you up? I have no idea. I just thought 5G was a conspiracy thing from coronavirus. Like, I know they're actively working on 5G, but I th- just thought that that was something that they just tried to say corona was about so that it wasn't really about like what it 5G was. 5G caused corona? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw also, like, the 5G waves. And 5G is just like the fifth generation of cell, cell whatever, right. cell signals. Um, apparently, like the waves, like alter your your DNA or some shit. I don't know. That's wild. I don't know. I guess I should have came with facts. But once again, if you come to us for facts, you fuck that. Well, and then not only that, but we're also in conspiracy talk part. So, I mean, we don't have a lot of facts to give you guys. We yeah. just, you know, we want you guys to open your mind and think of these things, too. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, though. Like, oh, I guess they're... They could put cell network underground. Like, I yeah. never even thought that you can do that. But I guess I'm. Who's to say you can't? There's these. When I was in Houston just this last week, there's these really creepy looking cell towers. I mean, they extend high into the sky, and there's like five of them, and they just light the lights blink on them all night long. They it's go weird. Up and, down. and I thought maybe it was for the airport because the airport's like 30 minutes maybe to the west of that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's too far away. Like, there's no airport. Maybe over. they try to do that as like an art display. Because you're saying, like, the lights on them pulse up and down kind of thing. Yeah, but they're, like, they don't look like an art fixture. They look like, um, like, you know, the windmills when you're driving over from Snoqualmie? Like, it doesn't it, it doesn't look like an, an art installation. Like, even though that looks cool the way it is, it, it looks like some shit that's zapping some shit. Oh, uh, maybe. Like, I was talking to my mom. I was like, what do you think that those towers are for? And she was like, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to contact aliens. 
I was like, Mom, I think you've been hanging out with me for too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Shut up, my mom, though. Uh, any more conspiracy talk? No, nah, that's all I had for conspiracy. Um, I'll post some pictures on my personal one and even on the the, um, the podcast pages, some of the cool stuff I saw. But, yeah, I didn't think it was – I mean, it was it creepy? Yeah. Was I a little weirded out, especially with the airport being that empty? Yeah, but – it, what else is weird about that is it's not a tourist attraction. No. Like, airport isn't a place that you just go visit to kick you. Like, right. they're going to kick you out if you're there for a long time. Right. So, it is weird to have these, like, symbolistic uh, images and artifacts. Right. Like, you're doing this for who? Yeah, exactly. And, that, well, Denver, the only thing I could justify that is Denver is a layover city. You know, it's, yeah, it's a, where a lot of connecting flights are. But even so, like, why would you build that giant fucking airport for a layover city? Yeah, you would think that you would put more effort into, like, the relaxation. Right. Like, the aesthetic of, of uh, I guess, Zen. Yeah. Strange place. Hot headlines. Uh, you got some good ones? Uh, it depends on what you mean by good ones. I thought this was funny. Uh, there was a man arrested for putting down fake social distancing signs in Ikea. Did you see that? No. So, he put these signs down. You know those arrows that are on the ground? Yeah. He put those on the ground in Ikea and created a maze within Ikea that you cannot get out of. <laughs> people, people have too much free time. For people that don't know, Ikea, like, they, they direct you through it. I know Ikea is not in every state or every country, but they direct you through it in the longest way possible so you walk in front of a lot of shit, right? Right. And you can only exit at certain points. Like, there's only so many shortcuts. It really is a maze. Yeah. And if somebody really wanted to fuck with people, they could make arrows and make you walk in circles for days. Right. And make you really confused in the place. And apparently this guy did, and he got arrested. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, that's fucking nuts. I don't even know what to say. Um, did you see that Governor Cuomo of New York wants the state lawmakers to pass the Amy Cooper 911 false accusation bill? So I don't know if you saw the video of that lady that was, uh, with her dog at the park and she was calling the cops on that, on the black guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weaponizing yeah. her whiteness. Yeah, so they want to actually propose a bill that if they do that and they come there and find out that it's not what it is, that you can actually get charged with a hate crime, I think is what he's trying to get a charge That with. should 100% happen. Yeah, dude, you can get somebody fucking killed for doing that. Easy, easy. And uh, who was I listening to? I want to say it was Trevor Noah. He laid it out, like, so elo- eloquently, as he always does with yeah, any situation. Yeah, shout out Trevor Noah. He was talking about... Her weaponizing her whiteness, mm-hmm. knowing that if the police come, there is a chance that he could die. Right. Knowing that in the time it takes for him to justify his innocence, he's going to go through more trouble than not. Yeah. Bro, she should be fucked up. Yeah. Like, period. Anyone doing that shit should get fucked up. Yep. I 100% agree. 100% agree. Uh, did you know that tear gas is actually banned from war? So they use it on so their they own use, citizens? Oh, use it on their own citizens, but it's against the Geneva Act, I believe is what it's called. That's wild. Yeah. Crazy stuff. This uh, this headline is unfortunate, but it's the reality we're in. Protests about police brutality are met with waves of police brutality. Yeah. What a fucking time. What a time. Um, like, you can't make this shit up, people. Yeah, I mean... Like, I yeah, I don't know. It just seems like remember when we talked about that analogy about the snow globe and it feels like our snow globe is being dumped. Yeah, yeah. Now it feels like somebody took the snow globe, punted it fifty feet, and now has to go retrieve it for us. This is how I feel about our our current timeline that we're living in right now. I feel like we do live in parallel universes, and something happened, and just some of them like merged together. I was talking to my mom about that. I feel like something happened in like 2017, 2018 that fucked us all up. Maybe it was Trump getting elected. Maybe it was 2012. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the minds are like, hey, bro, like y'all's timelines about to fucking collide. Like, figure some shit out. Yep. 
That's nuts. Uh, what was the other one I have? Oh, did you know that this isn't really a headline, but Elmo's dad is named Louie? That is a random piece of information for all you trivia heads out there. Well, the reason why I brought this up is because they actually did a Sesame Street thing this morning to try and explain racism to kids. Wow. I would love to see that, actually. Yeah. I might have to. Not might. I will look that up. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, did you see the guy that was pointing the bow and arrow at yep. people? Did you know that they torched his car? Yeah, and he uh, he's facing federal charges now. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, oh, I was going to bring up Rand Paul. So Rand Paul is the only senator that's stopping a anti-lynching bill from going through Congress to make lynching a hate crime, I believe. And he says that the reason is because he doesn't want lynching that's not as severe to be punished as when it gets people killed. And Rand Paul has an entire fucking history of doing shit like this, racist stuff, all this kind of thing. I wish the viewers can see my face right now. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Bro, what? Dude, I, I don't even know anymore. This is like what we said earlier about voting. This is why you need to be voting for dumb shits like him to get kicked out of office. Him, how, fucking Ted Cruz. I'm tired of these guys. How was there a Lester Lynch? I um, I was at a loss for words reading that. <sighs> Man. Oh, I had one for... um. Did you know that Jay-Z and Rock Nation took out full-page newspaper ads across the nation honoring George Floyd? Sorry, say that again. Uh, Jay-Z and Rock Nation took out full-page newspaper ads across the nation honoring George Floyd. That's dope. I saw a lot of people push back on that and be like, well, Jay-Z's not hip. Why is he pulling newspaper ads out? Guess who reads a newspaper? Old white people. Yeah. Guess how pissed off they're going to be when they see that in the newspaper? That's a shot right there. That's a, that's, a, uh, that's a chess move. So, I like that. Um, shout out to, to Hove and Rock Nation. There was a guy who emerged from a 75-day silent retreat in Vermont, and he asked if he missed anything. <laughs> Boy, do uh, I got news for you. Yeah, you might want to go back um, back into your 75-day hiatus because it's, it's not looking good out here. Yeah. Um, the NYPD is reporting that Antifa has painted convincing-looking tunnels on walls to trick New York's finest into running into them at high speed. What? We're living a real-life Looney Tunes, dude. Bro, what the fuck? Oh, I sent this one to you. This was the wildest headline I think I've ever seen. Spanish porn star Nacho Vidal, who likes to advertise his aromatic candles shaped like male genitalia on Twitter, has been arrested on manslaughter charges following a man's death during a mystic ritual in which he inhaled psychedelic toad venom. Man. And then to, to top it off, the picture on this is just a police car, whatever that is. And somebody commented on was like, what, why the car? And somebody said, maybe he's autoerotica or something. <laughs> Bro, that headline though, like it just kept going. Like as soon as when I thought you were gonna finish it, like there's another another piece. To the yeah, puzzle. I. Just, oh man, I don't even know. That shit was crazy. Uh, Joe Biden claims that ten to fifteen percent of Americans are just not very good people. Hate to break it to you, Joe, but I think that number's a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Uh, did you see? Uh, so this is a quotation from the guy, but he said, "I hope that my thirteen-year-old son grows up to be just as amazing as you are." Or as they are. And this is uh, Rahul Duby, who's talking, who opened his home to nearly 70 strangers overnight and sheltered them during D.C.'s curfew from the police during a tear gas incident. He let him in their home and he protected them oh, the whole night. Wow, shout out. Shout out to him, man. That's the kind of shit we want to see. Yeah. Um. Did you see, uh, going out to protesting, did you see the two kids that were pulled out of their car in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Um, all six officers have been charged. That. Those kids weren't doing anything. Yeah, no, they were just out past curfew. And there was a white couple right in front of them that they didn't even stop. Like they were really just tasing the fuck out of them in the car. Try You can't yank someone out of a car in a window and expect them to just slip out the fucking window. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, you guys are just fucking dumb. Like, there's a lot of dumb fucking cops, bro. Yeah. And just, 
I don't even know, man. The, I don't. I just don't understand how basic humility just goes out the door. Like, how could you do that to another person? Like, like why are you so mad? Some, you have to have some real fucking hate in your heart. To yeah. Do that. What made you mad? What is it? You got a little dick, guaranteed. A little <laughs> dick energy right there. Yeah, small dick energy. Uh, did you see that there's a man threatening to unleash bees if a protest became riot? Oh my god. That should be like some sort of terrorist, bro. Yeah. You can't just like. What if people are allergic? Yeah. Like that's death. And not to mention, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> seriously, yeah. dude. Like what? Yeah. What the fuck is right? I just some of these I just don't I don't I, I just have no words for. I don't even know what to say. Oh, did you see that somebody was selling um these uh they were almost like thumb drives that were supposed to be five G bio shields. They're selling them for three hundred and fifty dollars online. Turns out that they're just a USB with a sticker on them. I did see that. <laughs> People are fucking dumb, dude. Hey, but it sucks, though, because I feel like there's going to be old people who get manipulated and against something like that. Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel bad for people like that. Because I think about my grandparents. I remember one time, like, my dad got so fucking hot. We went over to my grandparents' house. Rest in peace, both of them. But we went over to their house. And they both had brand new iPhones. Mm -hmm. Brand new iPhones. uh, And I think an iPad or some shit. Like, they were fucking 85 at the time. Yeah. What the fuck are you giving them fucking iPhones with 500 gigs? Yeah. for like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, you're taking advantage of these people like, yeah. because they're old, you know? Right. So, yeah, that type of shit is fucked up, man. Like, my dad took him straight to the fucking uh, the Verizon. Yeah, why are you guys fucking selling $1,000 phones when you know that they don't need this? You know for a fact they don't need that shit. You know they don't even know how to use it. I remember uh, my grandpa showing me the phone. He was like, show me how to take pictures. I showed him how to take pictures. He couldn't replicate the process that I just showed him. That's crazy. Yeah. Not because he's dumb, it's just because it's a foreign item to him, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah, Picks of the Week. Um, what do you think of Space Force? I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched Space Force? I haven't gotten around to it. We did a lot of nothing in Houston. Um, okay. Nothing's yeah. good, though. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've just been chilling the last couple of days. We did a lot of sitting in the garage, just hanging out. That's dope. Drinking and yeah, just having a good time. Drinking and having a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I will say one thing about Houston, that was so peaceful, dude. Like, everybody goes to bed at, like, 9 o'clock, and you don't hear anybody outside. There's not just people just hanging around. It's very calm, very quiet. Just re- It was so relaxing. So, Zach's first pick is Houston. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that's my pick of the week. Uh, no, let's uh, Space Force, though. Um, so, you haven't seen it. Nope. I'm going to tell you how I felt about it going into it. So, maybe you'll go into it with a better, uh, a better footing. Okay. Like a different expectation? Exactly. Yeah. So my expectation, because it's from the makers of The Office, is with Steve Carell. Right. I assumed it was going to be like a fast-paced uh, joke after joke after joke, like super tightly written. There's another big person in it too, right? Uh, Lisa Kudrow. Oh, okay. That's... Um, His wife. Um, from Friends. From Friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was going to be like, you know, a lot fast-paced, witty jokes and shit like right. that. Right. It's more of a show. Like, it's not... A joke show. So it's like actual like development. Yeah, there's plenty of jokes. Yeah. It's goofy. After like looking back on it and seeing what it is, it's good for what it is. Okay. I just thought it was going to be something completely different. Yeah. To the point that the it took me two times to watch the first episode. I was detached from my own demise. Okay. So keep that in mind. Don't compare it to The Office. Okay. Yeah, but it was good. Space okay. Force is one of my picks. <laughs> okay, I'll check. Yeah, I'll definitely check it yeah. out. I yeah, think I started I think the first episode, and I was like, I really need to sit down, actually sit down and watch this. I got another show that I think you would fuck with. Okay, I don't know if you've seen it before, but this is another Amazon show. Okay, called Electric Dreams. No, you should check it out. It's really good. It's about. It's kind of like a Black Mirror type show. Okay, when it comes to every episode is different. Okay, 
about like a dystopian type future. Yeah. Which I love those. <laughs> Me too. So the first episode is about a girl who puts on, it's like this uh, thing that attaches to your temple, okay. which allows you to dream. Oh, a Neuralink. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> which allows you to dream and become another person. Coming to find out, the person that she becomes is the person that invented the thing that she puts on her head. Oh, right? interesting. And the plot thickens from there. I'm not going to go into any detail, but that was okay. the first episode. But every episode is a little different. And okay. it's called Electric Dreams. Electric Dreams. Yeah. Definitely check that one out. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I kept my picks very pro-black this week because I think it's kind of important for people to watch stuff and read stuff that has to do with what's going on during this time period. For sure. Um, so first one is a book, the autobiography of Malcolm X. Honestly, it's a very tough read, not because it's, it's, it is long, but not tough because the writing or anything. It's tough because you just have to really read the stuff that he went through as a kid and realize why he had so much pain and anger and wanted so much change. But I think it's so important for people to read that because you'll understand why people are so angry and why African-Americans have been so angry about this for such a long time. So really good one. And then the other one is called the spook who sat by the door. Um, I think originally this was a book, but I actually watched the movie. Um, it's about a CIA agent who is, uh, so the CIA is going through this process where they're trying to, um, win votes. So they start pandering to African-Americans. The movie came out in 1969, basically about a black nationalist who enlisted in the CIA to learn all of their secrets and bring it back to his neighborhood. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Real good stuff that, uh, the guy, the main character in it is Lawrence Cook. And he was, do you remember the, did you watch Lord of the Rings? Mm-mm. Okay, never mind. It wouldn't make any sense. You just cut that part out. Okay. He's like this crazy demon-looking thing in that. But yeah, real good stuff. Um, Speaking of black books, mm-hmm. there's a book that I'm going to get an audible called Makes Me Want to Holler. Okay. And I saw it. It was uh, someone recommended it to white people to understand the black life yeah. and understand uh, the ingest behind that. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would check it out. Like, I mean, they're recommending it to white people. So I want to see like what the information is that they were trying to recommend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, is this on par with the black experience? Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, do, getting the shout outs. Yeah. Shout outs. Um, yeah. So first for me, of course, for the, the, uh, NFL social media team for combine NFL's back and making that video. That was fire. Mm-hmm. Got Goodell to talk. I don't believe him, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to shout out, uh, Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr for continuing to stick up for their players and continuing to speak out on behalf of them. Um, owners, where the fuck are your statements? James Dolan, go fuck yourself. I don't know what you've got going on in New York, but you see all this shit and you're not making a statement. It's time for you to go. And uh, John Boy, do you know who John Boyega is? I don't. He's the black guy from Star Wars. Oh, yeah, okay. So he's been protesting hard in the UK, mm-hmm. like going full board. And he said that he might not have a career after this, but he doesn't give a fuck. He That's said, dope. he said, I'm, this is for my people. I could care less if I ever start a movie ever again. I mean, I appreciate what he's doing, but I mean, he can retire right now. If he yeah, wants yeah. Oh, he's but mad. that is dope, though. Yeah, that's hundred really percent dope. dope. And Star Wars came out and ended up pledging a bunch of money too to the the cause. That's dope. Uh, my shout out this week is for all the people that are out protesting, all the people that are out speaking up. Like your your voices are heard, and every platform and every voice is important right now. One hundred percent. So just keep it up. You know what I mean, yeah. Rest in peace, George Floyd. <laughs> Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Manuel Ellis. Rest in peace, Manuel Ellis, Freddie Gray, uh, Trayvon Martin. I mean, the list goes on and on, but anybody that's been a victim of what's going on right now, you know, our thoughts and prayers, everything is with you right now because you deserve justice just like everybody else. For sure. Yeah.